Howdy, howdy, howdy. I almost like froze. I was like, what are we doing? We're doing a podcast. We're talking on a podcast. Um, Oh, boy, I'm very excited for this episode. Me too. Um, We talk all things sex party. Yeah. um, Which I think is the first time like I've talked very detailed and graphically Mm -hmm. about my experience. And then we bring on um, my friend Taylor, who's amazing, and she's back. And um, it's been almost a year since we went to the first one. Which is interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we talk about her evolution with it as well because she's gone to a bunch more. Um, and then your my uh, interaction with, with the it. concept of a sex party. <laughs> yeah, which is to cool. tease it and brings up a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is this is coming out after Thanksgiving, but yeah. we're recording it as we're moving into mm-hmm. Thanksgiving week. Into that holiday season. Yeah, and so um, I actually think this is really interesting. So uh, last year I was in New York. Um, with family and uh i'm going again and my cousin who hosts this thanksgiving was it it has like this big like amazing warehouse where he has like a 40 person table and there's like all of these people that come and Mm -hmm. it's cool and when i was there last year uh, there was like a very particular energy like it was super charged um but i didn't know what it was and i didn't really understand because Mm -hmm. like you know the family's there and like whatever and i found out later like um it's like they're like sex group like they're friends but it's also like okay you know um yeah that they sort of swing and and do whatever and so (laughs) at the time that was so new to me so it's kind of ironic that this is also like the sex party episode but like at the time i was like oh interesting awesome and bizarre and i don't know anything about this world and i don't know anything about like being friends with the people you know like uh, just like having almost like a commune is sort of what sure. it so going into it this year i want to talk to everybody and be like what are you doing what are you into what's happening um and so that's different because that'll I be do- interesting yeah. yeah um and i don't really know if that's going to be an option or an opportunity because of like, you're about to become that person at Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm just trying to eat stuff. And, right. and you're like, you're, mm, but. Like, but like, what is going on? <laughs> um, yeah. But so I think that's interesting because like I've changed dramatically. Yeah. Since that last experience. And it's funny that like that was sort of my. It's a little foreshadowing uh-huh. for where it you was. are this year. Right? That's so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like a little okay. on the nose if I'm writing the book. <laughs> but like in but real like, life sometimes in is. In real life. Real yeah. life is like on the nose. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. So I think that that's interesting. And so I don't know how <laughs> that will go. But That'll be interesting. If, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to get an update. And also like, you know, I think it'd be one of the more interesting Thanksgivings that people will have. <laughs> yeah. Most of us. What are, are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, Friendsgiving. Um, I'm staying in town. I always do for some reason. I, I Mostly because it's more expensive to get back yeah. to Kentucky. I don't want to do it twice in a month. Right. Um, It'll be fun. I think it's going to be kind of small, but uh, but it'll probably just be a lot of drinking and watching football and nice. uh, trying not to burn a turkey. So <laughs> Always a good yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. Difficult to Less achieve. sex party stuff, but maybe not. <laughs> you know, hey, if it turns into it, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, please enjoy. <laughs> I'm feeling yummy head to toe. You see me. So let's go. Do you need silence? <laughs> nope, we're good. We can just go. <laughs> Ignore this. Part. Okay. Uh, 
yay! Welcome to Finding My Yum. I'm so excited today because we are talking all things sex parties um, with my friend Taylor, who is now, I would say, like the aficionado of the... <laughs> Not <laughs> extraordinaire? Oh, aficionado is now the term. Okay. I would like both shit. aficionado <laughs> and hyphen extraordinary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm super excited because I went to uh, my second one uh, two weeks ago, two weekends ago. Will was supposed to come. You were at, uh, you couldn't come. Um, I was at a concert and right. I cried the whole time and it was really <laughs> worth it. <laughs> but we we went to the first one together, yes. which was um, Club Joy, which was in January and that was a swinger party. And that was super different than this party. So um, I don't even know where to begin, but I guess. Let's begin with that one then, I think. Club Joy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think I've mentioned this a couple of times on here. But basically, so you and I, we've been friends or known each other for like a couple of years in the same class. And I don't even know. How did we, I don't even remember how we started talking about this. I remember we were like on a hike and I, (laughs) I said something in passing about, I don't even remember something. And you were like, oh, what? (laughs) And then I was like, well, you know what? Like, okay, I'll just tell her. And then I could tell your like little ears were like, like pricked. (laughs) I could tell you were interested in, so I think I... We had talked about it more and more. And then remember, I you slept with one of my friends per my recommendation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and gave me like a like I a did. sex night. Yeah. I did. And then. It's very kind of you. I think I was, oh, of course, happy to. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing is caring. Um, <laughs> and then I think we got on the topic somehow, and I think I just put it out there. Like, would you like to go? And I remember it was actually the night that we recorded the first episode that I participated on for this no, podcast. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the first. And we went after. <laughs> then we like went to your house and like did our makeup and we went. Um. Which, and I remember you saying before, like, I, yeah, I don't know, like, if I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. I don't, I might just feel, I don't know, I might want to leave. And I was like, yeah, we can do whatever you want. And then. Um, did I say that? Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she did not leave. <laughs> we didn't. We, like, She's closed still the there right down. now. I'm there. I we never left. There. I just, like, took up residence. Yeah, it's funny because I remember, I remember the hike and I remember having a conversation where there was this other woman you were talking about and you were like, yeah, we're probably going to hook up. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, that's, that's right. a thing. Um, and like it, nothing was in my head at that point. And then, yeah, I think we had, I had been doing this other podcast and we had talked about a sex party that you had been to. And I was yes. like, that sounds crazy and fun. And like, let's try it out. And so we went and my favorite my favorite part I think about this night was in the Uber ride over. Oh my god. We had this super religious woman, like conservative woman who was talking about these crazy previous rides that she had had. And so she's talking, she's clearly very, like, she has no idea who we are, where we're going, you know. And so she's spouting all this stuff because she thinks we're, like, these good girls. I don't even know. like, sweet little (laughs) girls. I remember us texting in the backseat. And we're texting all about the party, right? Because we can't say it out loud because it's, like, it feels like she's going to turn the car around and, like, (laughs) take us to a church or something. And, um, And so we're texting. And then I remember you being, like, so... 
people generally hook up when they go to these parties. How do you feel about that? And I like as she's like flabbing on, I just remember like receiving the text and being like, whoa, I didn't think about that because like in my mind and I was like, OK. And I went into the first one being like, oh, I want to be OK with whatever I decide to do right. and like have no shame around, like give myself permission to do explore and have fun. And so I remember being like responding in, in kind with that. But I was just like, I was like, OK, we're starting off. And I very interesting. Very. I was like, I have to be very direct because I was like, no, I don't true. think she knows that like <laughs> when did. someone. Well, I did not know this the first time I went to one. Right. OK, so tell me about your first experience. Oh, my God. So I had um, I had a career coach <laughs> that was unaffiliated. <laughs> What up, Ben? Like, it was like unaffiliated <laughs> with anything um, related to anything in, in terms of sex. But we got onto a conversation uh, one day about the the piece of text, the ethical slut, which like in the kind of world that I live in, that's just like <laughs> code for like, <laughs> that's how we know one another. And um, he mentioned that book and then he mentioned the parties. And I was like, well, like, I might have to fire you. Like, this might be, like, a conflict of interest, <laughs> but I still want to go. And so, actually, Kinky Salon was the first open sex event that I went to. And I remember saying the same thing. Like, I remember, <laughs> first of all, it was fairy tale themed, and I wore an actual ball <laughs> gown. <laughs> I'm talking, like, floor-length, hoop skirt, beaded <laughs> bodice. And I remember at Is one that point. that what everyone was wearing? <laughs> no, everyone's wearing like nipple tassels and whatever. <laughs> but I was like in keeping with the theme, you know. So I remember <laughs> at one point um, the coach guy came up to me and he said, do you want to check that? And I was like, check what? And he was like, that huge dress. <laughs> and I was like, I looked at my coach slash friend and I was like, do I want to check it? And he was like. I want you to check it, but, like, I don't know how to, like, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. And I remember that night ended um, with me being like, oh, I don't think I can, to me just fucking on a, a large coffee table with this, like, leather sectional setup with all these people watching. And I was like, God, I'm such a performer. Like, this is just so, like, <laughs> such a performer by trade. I was so into it. And I remember people came up to me and they asked, like, can we touch your hair? Can we? And couples were doing it. And I was like, oh, wow. This, I was like, oh, I'm going to come back for sure. <laughs> and so that was the first time I had ever done anything like that. And I remember the next day feeling so um, empowered and feeling so in my body and, and feeling so in charge mm. of my own behavior. And I had a really great experience. And so I was like, okay, if I can facilitate other people having a great experience, like that's really what I want to do. Totally. Totally. Um, <clears throat> which is what you did for Club Joy. And that yeah. was, so in contrast to when we talk about my experience at Kiki Salon, so Club Joy is a swinger party. Is Yeah, it's a club. It's a swingers club. Yeah, and we get there, and there, so <laughs> it's a very bizarre space. It's in East L.A., so it's already sort of it's dangerous a, a, looking. not a great area. And, like, we show up, and they there's usually, like, some kind of um, – event or game or, or performance to like get everybody comfortable oh, this is the most embarrassing part so, <laughs> of the night so so there's no co communication about like consent or something or anything like that there's like basically a dance where there's a bar there's a pool table 
<laughs> for those wanting to play pool. I don't even remember that. I've been like a million times. Yeah. And then there's like these locker areas. <laughs> and then there's just like these huge leather uh, bed. Sectional couch, couch circular weird yeah. Austin Powersy kind of. Yes. Yeah, yeah, super weird. And then you go downstairs and like that's like the playroom and you can't bring alcohol down there. So when we get up into like the main area, they have like a, um, the the game is like a dance contest, right? Yes. Well, we think it's a dance contest. So <laughs> we decide that we're going to go together. And, and like, we're going to win. Yeah. And not in my wildest dreams did I have any idea what this was going to be. I had no idea so either. So we dance first and we're like, oh, we're, just, we're not separate we're gonna dance together so we dance together and we do like you know our sexy right couple so like dance. cheerleadery like musical theater <laughs> dance training girls who i am on the edge of my seat as know. to what this actually was oh God. and so we finished and like we got like a very half-hearted sort of clap afterwards and i was like oh we just i don't know what we just did but we didn't do the thing that we were supposed we to didn't do. do it right and whatever MC it was is. like this very slimy man who Ugh. was very uncomfortable and so then the next woman gets up, <laughs> and there's also a pole, right? And we didn't touch we the didn't pole. We didn't even see that because it was kind of off to the side. <laughs> on we didn't down know it on was on part of the stage. And so the next person immediately, like 100% striptease, ends up naked, like just twerking on the ground, vagina on the pole, vagina just on like the a pole. snail trail, like yeah. on the mat. Like we were like, oh we my, were like, oh, God. how did the game here? <laughs> how did we misread that that badly? <laughs> we're like, so literal. <gasps> we failed the game so bad. Um, yeah, and so that was like the beginning. And so was, we were, uh, immediately I was like, oh, I don't even know what world we're playing in here. I know. I'm so out of sorts. To, oh, it's very embarrassing. <laughs> but the main thing about that was like, I felt very much like a fl- kind of like a wallflower and I was basically just following you around <laughs> as you did these different things <laughs> and like participating from the side of being like, I'm just going to watch and observe and at, take it. At one point you, I like <laughs> distinctly have this memory because I was, there was, I was like, yeah. she was, and there was a husband and a wife and they had been married for a long time, had a children decade. It was his birthday or something, and he had never, they had had a monogamous relationship. He had never had sex with a woman, and he's like this big, giant, like Hawaiian guy who like looks like he could kill me. So I was like attracted to him. And then, and the woman's yeah, like this like really sweet, yeah, he looks like a football player. And she's like just this, you know, demure little like mom. And she came up to me, and they popped over the little, um, where the Austin Powers bed couch sectional things are. <laughs> There's like a little barrier. At the upper level, yeah. Right. And so she popped her little head over the barrier, and she was like, um, Hi. <laughs> um, so my husband. So anyway, um, they were like, do you want to play with us? And I, I looked at Jerry and I was like, is it weird for you if I fuck these people? Like, I don't like, I don't know how to like, and she was like, no, that's okay. So we all go down onto this like big bed. And anyway, it ended up being an issue because the guy had, uh, you know, issues getting an erection because obviously he's under high stress. He's never been with him. He's it's in front of his wife. Totally understandable, right? But they were really committed to making this happen, and so Ugh. then it between it a became long, a arduous a process. long arduous <laughs> process. But it became a team effort between Jerry and I, where it was like I remember at one point you trying you were like, okay, you hold the top of his dick, and I'm gonna try to do the condom, and maybe we could do it kind of hot together and trying to. And so anyway, it ended up turning into like a therapy session about <laughs> one of their kids has special needs and, and my day job deals in that area. So <laughs> <laughs> I ended up giving advice to this family on like programs I think might be useful. <laughs> so <laughs> so, like, perfect. So for the strip tease, you don't strip. 
for the sex part, you just talk. Great. Okay. Maybe I, maybe I should go to these things. Oh, yeah. Right? And so... And then as the night progressed, then there was another couple that nabbed us on route to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And she just stuck both of our mouths on her, on her boobs. giant The biggest boobs. Breasts. I've never in my life, I've seen a lot of boobs. I had, ne- it was, it Also, was I have un- a large mouth and <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get it was like an lot. eighth of this boob in my mouth. Yes. Yeah. No consent either. There was no, that nobody was, was asking like for permission. It like, yeah, it was. There was a, a. I was disappointed in terms of the way that people were communicating. And then I also remember that it is, you know, partially on me to be like, hey, these are what my boundaries are. Because, um, you know, I think as a woman, and I mean men too, but women in particular, it, it's difficult to talk about boundaries because yes. you want to be polite and you don't want to be a disappointment and you don't want people to be mad at you and you don't want to seem uptight and yeah. this, that, or the other thing. So I think, and we'll talk about this later, but I think part of the evolution um, that I've experienced in attending these types of events is you should see me now. I'm like, nah, don't touch me. <laughs> like, I'm just so, like, not even for a second. I'm just like, no, sir, you, sir, over there. Like, yeah. Um, but when I first started, I, I remember feeling self-conscious about really um, asserting sta- yeah, my boundaries yeah. and standing up for myself in terms of what felt comfortable and what did not. Um, and, you know, that's part of finding your way through it. But, um Yes, and I think I also I think I also had sex with that woman's really really old. Yeah, you did. Husband, and I I what he I, had a really he, giant dick. He had an amazing dick, and I he he like asked if he could have sex with me, and I think I said something to the effect of like, yeah, like let's just not make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> I did not remember that. Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> and then, but that's how we started because then we started kissing, so oh, I didn't have to look right, at right, that right, dude. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was how the trajectory. Oh yeah. Went oh, you're on. right, you're right, right. And then yeah, and then and so then that was like the only sexual thing that I really did is that we hooked up, which was my first female experience, right? Which was insane, and we were like in a corner. In the playroom downstairs, we tried to find a corner that like was unsoiled, which is very difficult very by hard. the end of the night. It was a it. it was a wet atmosphere <laughs> filled with wet, w h e t. And um, this other couple was like fucking on the bed, and they kept trying to like. He kept trying to put his hand down, and I was like, ah, we were like, ah, you are away. part of this, like <laughs> you are part of this. And here we are trying to like. <laughs> Jerry's like never been with a woman and I'm like obviously like super into it so I'm like trying like get, he's like messing up my like <laughs> flow right now I'm like trying to get in there and like um but it just ended up being like as weird as the night was I think like way more natural than I expected which is I think why yeah. our relationship has evolved yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. into what it is it was fine um, yeah. but it was really it was really fun and I was like well that was different <laughs> you know yeah it was so bizarre it was so funny and you know it's interesting First of all, I just realized I've never had somebody on the podcast that I've had sex with. Oh, which hi. Is so cool. That is yay. so cool. Welcome. Oh, God. Yay. <laughs> um, Honored. Yeah. But, and then I remember, the, so the next day, I didn't have any shape, because I think you stayed over. Yeah, I stayed with you. And then, like, it was fine. We woke up in the morning, whatever. And then I remember I didn't have any shame about it. Yeah. And I was a little, it was funny because I, like, I feel like, Previous to that, like if I had hooked up with a guy, mm-hmm. I had like a lot of, I don't know, baggage about like, uh, what is this? What do they think? Are we okay? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then like with you, it was like, no, everything's just like fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything can just be fine and it doesn't have to be weird and it can be totally cool. And I was yeah. like, oh, I can do this in other with other relationships as well. Like, oh, you love know, that. that yeah. Like really there was like a cool takeaway of like, 
everything doesn't have to be this like life or death or end of the world or right high stakes like, scenario I just, it doesn't have to change anything it also didn't have to change anything about like what i felt about myself how like, you identify that was a big journey that i've talked about multiple times but yeah that was sort of the start of that yeah. way of approaching sort of relationships and stuff like that yeah it took me a long time to identify as bisexual even though <laughs> I I lean slightly hetero, but I've had sex with a lot of women, but I still didn't. It wasn't until recently where I was like, oh, yeah, I think that might be. But it is kind of nice to where you have the freedom. It doesn't necessarily have to mean anything about you. Your behavior, right. your preferences, your choices doesn't have to mean anything about, quote unquote, who you are. Um and now I feel very comfortable with that label. Right. But that used to be a label that I sort of offered to make other people feel comfortable. Exactly. And that's mm -hmm. no longer, um, I no longer feel that need, I guess you could say. Right, right. And I think that that's a big conversation that I've had on this multiple times about labels is like, some people have said like it's for them so that they can better understand themselves. Sure. And then sometimes it's for other people so that other people can better understand they them. feel more comfortable right i mean because we yeah. human beings are categorical thinkers we can't Absolutely. help it you know what i mean that's how our brains are wild for a uh, wired yeah. for survival that's what we do we okay this and that and this is that and this goes over here right. and i put this here it's Otherwise, a safety like, thing everything is in chaos and then you can't understand anything right and as no. you know a reforming control freak <laughs> like i understand <laughs> the impulse to categorize every single tiny thing yeah about myself about my behavior about what I do about what this means about who that was right all of it right um and I think like that that first sex party started my exploration of like everything doesn't have to be black and white right. um also I've said this multiple times but like seeing orgies and seeing people in like group sex in this like very animalistic sort of primal way was just like oh bodies can just want to be touched and that's yes. basically what we all want yes. and that can be okay and it's not that shocking like after the first second you're like yeah. oh, okay this is just normal i'm in a normal space now where this is just how things you have happening. total permission because of the environment yes. and i think that's what i noticed the first time i went to i was like oh i can do whatever i mm -hmm. want you know according to other people's consent and standards yeah, yeah. but like i can really do whatever i want in here yeah and i don't have to it kind of made me wonder what other things i would allow myself to do in my life if i had sort of that unlimited permission totally yeah right and i think like exploring especially sexuality and pleasure and owning that part really ignites the rest of it too yeah. to be like yeah, where can I take ownership? Like, if I did have, if I wasn't worried about money, if I wasn't, you know, like, yes. what would I actually do in life that I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a box around? Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to get to Kinky Salon, the yes, last one that tell. I went to. But I'm interested just about where you're at in terms of your journey because you've been to so many more and, like, you know, you continue to go to them. So I'm curious, like, where has it brought you now in terms of your interaction with the parties and how it's influenced? Sure. Um, so I'm like in a very different place um, since the last time I talked to you. I have a primary partner now. So that's yeah. a very cool. You know, I just I'm getting snaps over yeah. here. You guys can't see them, but they're <laughs> happening. Um, and so that's been a really cool thing. And he is also in the lifestyle. I actually weirdly I had met him at a karaoke bar a long time ago in passing sort of and. Um, then I ran into him at a, <laughs> at a private sex party in the Hollywood Hills. And I was like, oh my God, I know that guy. <laughs> and it was fascinating because, and I don't know if I shared this on your particular podcast or if it was somewhere else, but, um, 
I find that living my life this way sometimes causes two polarizing reactions. It's either um, my behavior is either fetishized or stigmatized mm-hmm. um, by people that I have romantic interaction with. It's either like, oh, my God, that's the greatest thing. Oh, my God, you are a sex object. Or it's like, I can't trust you anywhere. You can't mm. go anywhere. You're not trusted with men. You're not trusted with women. You're out of control. You have daddy issues and you got, you know what I mean? And it becomes yeah. that. So to connect with a person in the environment, which is the thing, because I've always been afraid of moving toward like intimate romantic partnerships because I'm terrified of giving up a part of myself or feeling like I have to live a double life or just cutting off a part of my sexuality feels like cutting off part of my arm, you know? Right. And so especially at this point, right? Because like previous relationships, you had just dabbled or sort of dipped your toe into this lifestyle. And so now experiencing it and then getting into a relationship is like a whole new ballgame. Yes, and knowing that I want to to stay in that lifestyle, and I would have to have a partner that not only understood that but also wanted that. Yeah, and so, you know, it's been it's kind of a weird thing. We were he and I were talking about it yesterday because we were just like, like why why is this such an effortless thing? And I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, I think because like we each fundamentally accept a part of who one another are Mm -hmm. that most people are unable or unwilling to work to accept. And so it's cool because I can talk to him about anything I want. I don't have to pretend we are going to a sex party tonight that benefits a dog rescue. I was like, (laughs) yo, you want to go bang for these dogs? Like, because we've got it like animal rights, man. We got to do the work. We got to walk the walk. You know what I mean? And talk. And he was like, yeah. And he has a friend, um, uh, in town who's like friends with benefits and she has a friend with her and I haven't met them yet but we're all gonna go get drinks tonight and then we're gonna go to the party and it's gonna be super fun and, and it was so cool that like there didn't have to be this big uh so my friend's coming and uh she uh well it's sort of that right like he was just like my friend who I have sex with is coming to Los Angeles <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to meet her I would love for us to have sex together and should we invite her to the dog thing and I was like yes 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 and yes and then I saw some pictures of her on Instagram and I was like oh my god yes so right it's gonna be a good time yeah. so it's just cool. a different way to explore it and it's it's cool to experience it with someone and the last thing I'll say about that is that when you, what you were saying earlier made me think of it when, you know, at first you're watching a bunch of people have sex and you're like, oh, how shocking. And then after a minute you like settle into it and right. it just becomes part of the scenery. Mm-hmm. We had gone to another event recently, like beginning of, of the month. And he had been out of town for like a few days dealing with something. And so I hadn't seen him for a few days or, or whatever. And tried I tried to like respect his space while he was on the trip so he could focus on things he needed to focus on. So we hadn't talked in a little bit. A little bit being like 72 whole hours. You know how people get. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But um, the longest time in the world. The longest time <laughs> in the world. I know. I'm just like, oh, what are you like? Oh. So we get to this party and literally we sat on the couch in this man's living room. And everyone around us was like fucking. And I was like, well, like, how was your trip? Like, where did you go? Like, did you get to spend time with your mom? And he was like, what were you doing? Like, well, I was gone. Like, were you having a good day? Like, what? And we just had, like, a conversation, like, a, a, a very innocent, intimate conversation on this couch 
while literally a <laughs> dick was flapping out of my peripheral vision. I could see it. And I'm just like, did you have a good time on vacation with your mom? Like, and it was just like, it, it's just such a different experience and I really enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to exploring it more in this particular dynamic. Right. Cause it, and this is never some, this is something you haven't done. This is before. something I've never done. This and is being freshly like, navigated. Right. Like a, a, because so would you, talking about labels if you want to or not is this in the polyamorous sort of spectrum then i would uh, okay here's the thing so he identifies as polyamorous i identify as non-monogamous because i'm picky about language to me amorous amory implies multiple feelings of romantic love right i don't have that with people i have love for everybody and friends and stuff like that but i say non-monogamous because like if i want to date you i want to date you and if i want to fuck you i want to fuck you but they usually don't overlap it's quite rare because you know everyone disappoints me so (laughs) (laughs) so but he I think is open to multiple love connections should they evolve that way and I guess I'm also open to that but I don't I mean that's just so foreign to my experience so I don't know we'll see okay um is that something that you guys have talked about then in that realm of like if there is another love or feeling sort Mm -hmm. of partnership in addition instead of just because that's where I think my brain sort of gets confused right and and where boundaries and communication makes me want like scream no (laughs) I I I totally I totally get it and we have not necessarily talked about that quite so this has been going on for a relatively short amount of time totally considered like three months or whatever but also like Somehow he's like coming with me for Thanksgiving and I'm like going with him out of state for Christmas. So I don't know how we like ended up there. But (laughs) anyway, I'm like, and then it was actually really funny because last night we were talking and he wants kids. I don't. That was a conversation. And then he was like, well, there's really only one thing that I'm afraid to talk to you about. And um, I was like, you weren't afraid to have the kids conversation, but you're afraid of something else. And he was like, "Mm -hmm." and I was like, what is it? And he goes, guns. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm not ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because I have very strong anti-gun uh, okay. theories and ideologies, and like he's from the South originally, so like the whole gun that has to be like navigated. <laughs> but but we were um, talking a little bit in terms of like you know what the quote-unquote rules are going to be, and sure. and the only set upon rule that I think I mean if we even came to a rule I, when this podcast comes out, I'll send it to him and be like, yo, did I represent this accurately? Yeah. But, um, I think the only rule we agreed upon is to con- to continue talking about it sure. all the time, all the way. And, um, you know, like, because I do also have issues because in my mind, like, love feels like a very singular, very significant kind of thing. And sure. I do worry about that with other people. But ultimately, that's on me, right? Like, I no, one, no one's going to love me the way that I have to and, you know, the way yes. that, you know whatever whatever omniscient being that created me loves me so that's like really (laughs) that's like the rest of that shit's not my business you know what I mean like that's not that person's responsibility but I'm also a human being and I get twingy over certain things so I'm sure if he was like I'm like in love with this girl also I'd be like cool actually kill me but we'll cross that bridge (laughs) when we come to it (laughs) we'll cross that bridge when we come to it sure sure yeah yeah absolutely um Thank you for sharing all that. Of course. Uh, I'm very excited for you. Oh, thank I'm like you. squirming in my, <laughs> my clothes. Um, okay, so moving forward then to this kinky salon that I just went to. Um, lots of things came up. So uh, I'm interested if similar if you've experienced similar stuff. Okay. Uh, like that I want to talk about. But I do want to bring you into it, Will, and talk about because we were going to go. We were uh, in a group. And so there was a bunch of people that like 
you said Taylor um I was bringing people now into this sort of environment that hadn't been in before aficionado hyphen extraordinary yeah and so I was stepping into a new role because I I thought that these people would really enjoy it and so that was a new space for me to also embark into and then well, you've never been to anything like. Well, you've been to like a BDSM. I've been to a few BDSM clubs, like, clubs, or parties. like parties or whatever, mm-hmm. long a while back. Yeah, and so honestly, when I was pitching this, based on what I understood of kinky salon, I did think it was more of a party than a sex party, and so ah. that was sort of what I was telling people, and I was <laughs> very wrong. Oh my um, god! <laughs> so. So anyway, so so you text me the day of, and you. Well, I, I okay, do want to establish that, like, I when you started talking about, it, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'd like to go. It wasn't like you being like, hey, you should come to this. No, thing. right, right, right. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't uh, like force anybody. I was no, like, no. I yeah, just wanted to establish yeah. that I, at that yes. point. I was like, yes, yes. I'm interested yes. in doing this thing. It sounds sounds interesting. I'd like to observe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I, I, it probably really was just day of where I was like, you know, I feel like I have these. I, I mean, obviously, the way I was expecting it to be, like, less, you know, not straight-up sex party, but, like, sure. there's areas where it's party, there's areas where it's not. And there was. Just no the area that it's not is the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of it. Uh, fair. Well, that's good to know. But uh, but either way, I started going through this kind of, like, well, I don't know if I want to have sex mm-hmm. at this party because I don't really hook up a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, but if I'm there and I'm a guy, there's this expectation where it's like I should be this guy. And mm-hmm. that may not be the case, but this is what I was going through. Sure. Like, there's this expectation that I will want to. And then I have to be like, well, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable about it. So I'm probably going to end up doing it anyways just to be like, mm, yeah. well, I want to, you know, fill in so that role of the role, masculinity yeah. side of things. And then it's like, well, if I don't feel like I'm going to want to and I'm going to go and then end up doing it, I won't feel that bad the next day, but it's like, why am I putting myself through all of this? And then I'm going to like throw a weird like point of view in the party where it's like, maybe I, maybe what's this guy's deal. And it's like, it's, if it ended up not being a place where you can just kind of hang out, then that's where I, that's where <laughs> I was just going through definitely all this. Don't be, right. The right. one voyeur in the corner who's like, oh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> exactly. Here for the yeah. research. And, and so then, yeah. So it just was like a lot of stuff where I was like, if I'm going through all of this, I can just easily be like, Hey, I'm not, I'm feeling kind of anxious about this. Like maybe next time <laughs> I'll, I'll sit this one out. Yeah, totally. And that's totally valid. And, and like, I appreciate you taking care of yourself and, and not coming if you didn't feel comfortable. Uh, like it's, it's interesting because I think like our brains get really busy about what it's going to be like. And mm-hmm. I, there were people who weren't in the playrooms and there, there are specifically spaces where you cannot have sex. Like it's, it specifically states and, and whether people follow that or not, I don't know. That has changed. Oh yeah. So there was Since like the cuddle salon LA chapter. So there were cuddle spaces where it was like, you cannot have sex. This is not a playroom. I room. definitely had sex in the cuddle space. Okay. Yeah. So it had signs all over the place and there was like very <laughs> yeah. specific, designated <laughs> yeah there was like but there was they like they call it the taylor rule it's I really know, weird. That's I don't know. weird we just had to say it after this girl was just like <laughs> fucking all the cuddlers no lord um and so there was like yeah so it, there was big very designated areas um and i think like that voyeuristic thing is a thing that a lot of people were doing sure and is a thing that people just do anyways there um but i feel like for me the question was even on the voyeuristic side it's still like i feel like there's this expectation that i'm going to be like oh hell yeah i'm super stoked to have sex with all these beautiful women but it's like i don't know that i am and so you're just trying to feel feel out where you are and what feels comfortable Uh, yeah and i think like there there is space for that too but i totally get that anxiety also one thing that I think is really interesting as well is like I did ha- I ended up having sex with um a guy that night 
and he had sex with multiple people and i was like it is like a big like i i actually had no idea how he was doing it because i was like i don't know how you're staying hard this long i don't know how you're fucking this much i don't understand how like you're performing you know what i mean like i was like if you're a dude you like it's a lot it's a lot of pressure and that's it's so funny you say that pressure. because you and i have a mutual friend that we met through this environment our dear friend Bobby yeah. I don't think he'll mind us using his name but the guy <laughs> no. that yeah the guy that I'm seeing says about Bobby he's always like Bobby always stroking because that's what he's doing he's at the party the dick is out and he's just wandering keeping it hard and it's like it, it's yeah. like a lot of work for him and he's over there like oh, I passed him <laughs> some water the other day yeah. because he was just like always stroking Bobby always stroking and that's what you have to do and that is phenomenal pressure on a man that like yeah. is pretty awesome to not have to experience as a woman right that's a level of privilege that we certainly have. I think that you guys don't. Well, and and I was I hadn't thought about it from that side of things. You know, like yes, keeping lubricated and and being able to receive a dick right. or whatever. Right. Coconut oil. It, yeah, it's like yeah. one thing, but like the yeah, there was this expect it wasn't even an expectation. I was flabbergasted to be quite honest, but like <laughs> the fact that that is a part of a male experience or a you know a, a penis having person at that kind of thing right. is different is definitely there's different. also like I would say like there's all the stuff ingrained in the oh, masculinity yeah. side of thing too. Yeah. It's like I'm supposed to be doing all of this stuff and like right. if I'm not, you're and that guy wrong. can do it. Yeah. Now I feel less, even though that's not the case. Totally. Right. But I'm just struggling with all this type of totally. stuff. So, yeah. No, it was it was interesting for me to go through. And I even texted you. I was like, I'd like to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. I'm just now realizing it for the first time. So, yeah. And as far as the BDSM stuff goes, like, those parties were very much like there's people that are doing, act, like, demos or whatever. So it was, like, right. much more it's instructional. Right. right. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. watching. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about, like, now that you've had time to reflect, like, has anything else come up or have you had any sort of epiphanies, like, around maybe more that's come up or? I don't think so necessarily. Yeah. I think, like, I only really thought about it that day I texted <laughs> yeah, you sure. and then, like, right now as yeah. well. So maybe more later. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not opposed to going to one in the future. Sure. But it is, like, now that I've started to think through this kind of stuff, I I know what to expect leading into it. Yeah. Totally. I was going to say, based on what you described, I would recommend one particular organization, which we I think we're supposed to be in. Not, I don't know. I'll, we'll talk about it after. Sure. But Sounds good. much more of that environment where it is just like a party of people hanging out and it's at someone's home. Mm. And you are totally welcome to participate and you are totally welcome to just like eat snacks and chill. I was eating some marshmallows like that one the things. other day. I was really, I was on these marshmallows <laughs> and like everybody else is fucking and I'm just like, oh my God, do you have any more of those little marshmallows? <laughs> and nobody thought anything about it. Sure. You know, because I I'm so many Tootsie Rolls at Kinky's. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> Chocolate ones or flavored ones? Uh, both. Oh, yeah, vanillas are my, vanilla are my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just so good. All, yeah. yeah. Also me at every people. party. I'm just like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I wish they had more snacks. 50 like, million tangerines. I was like binge eating <laughs> tangerines at this like 1920s themed flapper sex party. And I was just like, it's a tangerine party. Like I am not participating. I'm just <laughs> inhaling just these tangerines. These tangerines. <laughs> They're so good. So aside um, from the Tootsie Rolls, though, yes. like, how was your okay, experience? Okay, so this experience was totally different because I wasn't following you around, mm -hmm. Taylor, and I did feel like I was holding space for other people yes. so that they could have an, a good experience. One of my friends who I've known for a decade, but, like, we, you know, this is, like, a different <laughs> level of friendship as well. Um, 
And so I brought her and she seemed like she really wanted to have like a singular experience. Like, and you're supposed to say in pairs. Um, that's like part of the rules. But she really seemed like she wanted to be on her own, which was fine. But that brought up a lot of like fear for me because I was like, yeah. you don't have your phone. I was like, there's no way for you to contact me. If you need me, like, you know, you can come and try to find me. But like, but good luck. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want you to get into a situation where you're, and you know, and then I was like, OK, I have to. Like, it was funny because I was we, my the other friend that I went with, um, Alexis actually was on the podcast as well. She and I were talking to this guy and um, we were talking about like uh, Al-Anon and AA. Oh, I love it. Program talk. Of course. I I live for program talk and and sex I was like, oh yeah, you know, I have that, you know, like I have parent issues with like addiction and, and, you know, control and I have control issues, whatever. And then I started freaking out about and he, um, he was like, oh, is this a thing that's happening right now? Like a control thing that's happening. Are you trying to control me? Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. I should just let this go and let, yeah, yeah like let her have her own experience and and be fine, um, which was funny. And we got into a big discussion because uh, Alexis ended up assuming that he was into men, and interesting. And so that like started a whole thing where like we had this whole talk about like men and women and and like sexual interaction because I'm always fascinated with men too who come to these things yeah. or who are interested in like whether they're interested in playing with men or they don't want to play with men too. And I, and that's such a different standard I feel like of like permission. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't see much of that at any of no. the sex parties. I mean, anyone that I have gone with to a sex party or that has, you know, been there that I am familiar with. Um, I have never seen any of those men play with men you know, a court, it could just be that they're not at all attracted to men, which is totally valid. But I think it could also be with certain people, maybe that permission doesn't feel granted because there is mm-hmm. so much. I mean, bisexual women, everyone's like, women are always bi, which right. is not true. Right. But what I hear a lot, even in the bisexual community, is like, if a man is bi, he's gay, which is not true. Right. No, straight up, not. it is not true. Right. But I think people are conscious of that stereotype and maybe that inhibits permission in some capacity. Totally. And and that was one of the big conversations we had in the middle of the sex party, which I was like, this is perfect. Cause on why brand. else would I talk? Yeah. Yes. On brand. Um, so, okay. So what I will say about this party that I thought was amazing to even start was they had a cabaret show and then they spent, so when you first get in, they show you each of the sections. You have to vocally say, I acknowledge the rules. Then the cabaret happened. They had a five to ten minute explanation of what consent was. Mm -hmm. They established the norm that if you want to touch anybody on the shoulder anywhere, you ask permission. And so that was the standard for the rest of the night. And I fucking loved that. I was joking earlier with Alexis that like it second to planning. I was like, that got me so so, so wet. Yeah. Because like, it was, oh, explain to me the rules of yeah, consent. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that, like, somebody has to ask permission for anything. I, I was know. like, it, because then it gives you, like, this very interesting need. Like, you have to own that you want something. And yes. when you ask for something, you have to own that you want it and that you're asking permission from very, somebody else. Very, very vulnerable. Very, very vulnerable. And so that was my other experience here was, like, not only... I didn't have you to hide behind, <laughs> right? So I was like sort of on my own and then I wanted to participate and that was a new experience too of like, uh, so I went into the BDSM space and I did, um, I got flogged with um, 
I think it's called a flogger. I don't know. A horse tail thingy? Yeah, I yeah. would call that a flogger. I mean, I didn't see it, but I'm guessing. Yeah, it has like a bunch of different like leather pieces that come mm-hmm. off of it. And then I did like a, a little bit of the electrocution, like, yeah. <laughs> whatever thing. Um, But I had to ask permission from like every time. And so that was like a totally new thing for oh, me yeah. of like, okay, now not only do I have to like come to terms and own the fact that this is something I want, yeah. I'm not being passively pushed into it. You're right. And then I'm asking and then there's a potential that they're going to say no no. and that they don't want to or they don't have time or whatever. And so that was like a really scary space to step into. Absolutely. And that's where that, you know, old trope comes from of the submissive having the power. Uh Uh-huh. Which, of course, is why I operate in that space predominantly. I don't know what to do. And people are like, be dominant. I'm like... Sit down and <laughs> give me more marshmallows. Help me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Feed me help clean the dishes. Like I don't know how to like give orders in that way, but it's like it's true when you're the submissive person saying, This is as much as I can take and this is what I want you to do. Yeah. That is like a very that's a very vulnerable ask. It's a really vulnerable ask. And so I've never been like spanked like that. Like I've been spanked in sex, but not to this extent where it right. was just this. Yep. And it was something that could potentially really hurt me. Yeah. Um And immediately when I was getting flogged, my brain got so busy. I Mm. started, like, overthinking, like, okay, well, I I don't want, like, people are watching, so I want to, like, perform well, right? And then I don't want to disappoint him, the Mm. dom, and I don't want to make him upset. And, like, it's part of his experience, too, and, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, oh, uh, if I say no, like, all it means all this stuff. And I was like, oh, wow. I asked for this. Yeah. This is something that I wanted. I actively engaged in. He's doing this for me, right? right. And and I'm sure gets pleasure out of it too because he's a or hopefully, you know, whatever. But this is like about me. Yeah. And I've made it all about everybody else. Because that's what we do. We are conditioned immediately. <laughs> it's a conversation for another day. But yeah. we are so conditioned to just please other people, uh-huh. worry about other people. And that's why there's you know so much gray material around female pleasure and what that means for society and in a patriarchal society in particular right but that's like such a perfect example of that where it's like okay I'm doing this this is for me I'm gonna stand up here and then you're like oh my god but like what if like I make a face and then they think that that I'm judging them and then what if then they don't have a good night because blah 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 and their feelings are hurt and and they just wanted to hit me really hard with this thing that right and now they can't (laughs) now they can't can't do it but it's I think it's so important to talk about that because I think everybody's operating in that headspace to some degree and the whole purpose of all of this is to get out of your head and into your body and you know to rely on other senses other than you know the thinking track the rumination track so I think people more people should talk more about that that and jealousy I'm like people need to talk about people pleasing and jealousy more Mm -hmm. in my humble opinion (laughs) so it's been coming up a lot lately and I'm like why does nobody talk about that yeah well and I think I've al- I've been really interested in exploring the BDSM space anyway since even starting this podcast. And I immediately when I started, I got it and I was like, whoa, it brings up all of my shit it, within a second. Yep. Right. Like all of my stuff comes up and like what a cool opportunity in this controlled environment where you know, uh, the stakes are really low relatively and I can explore it and I can now at least have the awareness to be like, okay, I understand that I'm chattering and like I can sort of break this down and I can talk about it later and, you know, trying to get back in my body. And I did to a certain extent. And, um, 
it was still like an enjoyable experience sure. but like because I came up I was like whoa this is so fascinating and this is like yeah, yeah I think everybody should get a little bit of spanked and just get a little <laughs> bit get a little bit of spanked yeah. I actually watched I was out recently um at Bar Sinister which for people that don't know that's like very a very palatable mainstream BDSM yeah, in light, a sense I call that it light BDSM light yes baby BDSM <laughs> and it happens you know it's like a club environment everybody's dressed and there's a bar and this and that and um there were there was a partnership that came in and I don't know what their relationship was totally but clearly they had done this before male dom female sub and um a lot came up for me watching that because she turned around at first and he spanked her with um a lot of different things and I could see like the welts rising up on her body and then she turned around and he got the front he got her breasts <gasps> he got Oof, her ow. pubic bone he got the sides of her face and I really and I mean it was going on for a long time and I was really struggling to watch this because all of my conditioning about violence against women was mm -hmm. coming out making me really uncomfortable and she clearly they clearly have an established relationship this is clearly something that she wanted to do but it got to the point where I like actually kind of felt physically sick and so I guess stuff for me came up in that environment in a different way than what yeah. came up for you. But I realized even the caretaking in the, in the watching, like me assuming that I know what's best for this person. Totally. And yeah. her partner. Having to like and save And agreed upon thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Having to the savior complex, right? Yeah. Having to make sure everybody has a good time and everybody's safe. But really that's about, that was a selfish thing about like my comfort yeah. level. So I still don't know how I feel about that. Still processing that. But it was, um, it was odd for me. But it is interesting. I mean, that that's, like, that's what I think is so fascinating about these environments is, like, it brings up stuff that I never would have thought about, you know? Like, even when I when I got, I used, I don't know, electrocuted feels like the wrong word because it's, like, this wand that has, like, an... Like, the zapping, like, the yeah. shocking. Yeah, but it feels, like, unless it's h higher, um, like, not velocity. Is it velocity? No. In voltage. Voltage. <laughs> like, it just feels, like, very comfortable, like, sure. sort of, like a, like, a tickle. Um, but I took my shirt off for that. And then I was like, I was experiencing pleasure in public. And that was also fucking nuts. Yes. Like that is so vulnerable and crazy. And I had people around that I knew. Yes. Which is also really vulnerable to be like, I'm not only owning that I like this and showing this person who's doing it. I'm also showing other people. People I know what I look like experiencing. And that, yes. in terms of being in the facilitator role, is something I deal with all the time. Because yeah. I'm like, do you want to come with me to this thing? Because our friendship's going to level up. Not because I touched you, but because you watched me. Right, right. Right, of course, because it's like you don't get to see somebody in that aspect. We're also told to keep that super private. Right. That is not a public thing that you're supposed to do. We're not supposed to experience pleasure in that way right. in like a more visible space. So, yeah, that was that was a lot of it, too. And even like it's funny because the two women that I came with who I was holding space for, we ended up like having sex in the same room. Yeah. And I didn't know that they were in there until like I looked around and I was and like, oh, like, we've all ended up in the same place. Hey this is so yeah. funny. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I was like, hey, girl. Like we even like high five. Yes. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. Which is so funny. But yeah, it was really, really interesting. And then I had to like really check in the next day and still be like, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm yeah. happy with the choices that I made, even though it was stepping into something totally different and then yeah just like owning that and being like okay well how can I continue to own what I want ask for yeah. it specifically and like yeah because even like 
like having sex afterwards, like I still, I still have trouble vocalizing if I'm not in an environment where like I immediately am given permission yes. and that I have to, I have to do it. I don't even have like a choice, you know? So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think that's important in terms of like cultivating sexual relationships with people where you feel like you can be like, I do want that, I don't want that. Right. Not enough of that, no more of that. Right. Which can be really hard because again, the caretaking comes in. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I don't want them to feel like I'm criticizing their... Right. Yeah. That's why I love having sex with women because every... I might have shared about this last time, but one time I was in this like all-female orgy and this girl was like apologizing for taking too long to come and my friend <laughs> my friend Christina literally popped her head up from between her legs and was like this is your time <laughs> she was like don't apologize we are in no rush she was like is anybody bored is anybody bored in here and we were all like no ma'am like and it was just such a cool like but we do we, we carry those unconscious expectations and cultural biases mm-hmm. into those types of scenarios and and I feel like it gets so heightened in those situations where like you have to confront them head on I guess you don't have to but I think it's such a great opportunity to confront them head on and then to like discuss it later that's why I'm like everybody needs to fucking go to a sex (laughs) see that's how I feel too I feel like I'm a born again Christian but like of a different variety (laughs) I'm like you know what you should do like it would be so useful I was talking to someone in our class the other day about it because he was expressing to me that like he has issues he's it's like once he has sex with someone he immediately loses interest and I was like well you know what you need I was like (laughs) you need to you know be in a space where you don't have to deal in the black and white shame binary and whatever that might be and like might I recommend this and he was like um this is a lot of information like I'm gonna get back to you it's so (laughs) funny I said that to a friend too I was like I was like if you want to come I was like it will change things but I was like you can totally come to you know party he was like I need to process and think about it. I was like, like, totally. totally. I was like, you take as much time as you need. (laughs) I get it. It's a lot to wrap your head around. I'm turning 30 next month, and my friend made a joke. Woo-hoo. She was like, so, for, so she was like, hey, so for your birthday, like, do we make an announcement at the end that's like, <laughs> if you want to stay for the sex, like, we're going upstairs? And I was like, I mean, maybe? <laughs> because a lot of my friends, uh, most of my friends have had sex with me, and now most of my friends have had sex with each other. Sure. So... I was like, maybe that is what I want. Just one <laughs> giant 30-person orgy for my 30th birthday to just really oh, commemorate three decades, right? Yeah. Y- y'all are invited. Thank you. I'm coming. Um. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I didn't know what I was we'll going to say. So well, I was like, okay, right. uh, I need to process. <laughs> Let me think. Will there be an area where I don't have to have sex with people? Or Yes, there will be um, a Tangerine champagne reception where, yes, marshmallows. marshmallows. Champagne and marshmallows, Tangerine. I'm in. Um, well, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I'm so glad we got to talk about this and dissect it. We were going to do just an intro and we were like, there's so much. There's so much. You could do a whole series on just this portion. I know a lot of people that would be interested in me. Like, what is a sex party actually like? Right. So I think it's worth diving into. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's fun. I hope you can come to one at some point. Yeah. Come with us. Yeah. Yeah, We'll see. Yeah. 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 yeah, If I do, we'll talk about it on this podcast. Yes, we have to. Yay. So fun. Oh, that was so fun. So fun. I could talk about sex and sex parties all the time. I mean, I do. That's why you have a podcast. That's why I have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're here. Yeah. Uh, Started from the bottom. Now we're here. (laughs) Uh, If you want to hear more of Jerry singing songs, um, write us at findingmyyum at gmail.com.
follow us on social media at Finding My Young Podcast, either on Facebook or Instagram. Both. Yeah, great, great, no great. No question mark. We don't have a Twitter. Yeah. I was trying to remember which one we did and which one we didn't. Uh, if you want to be a guest, email us. Go oh, yeah, yeah, be a guest. That'd be great. Uh, go to iTunes, rate us, five stars. Five stars. Be Leave great. a review. Yeah. We really need it. We love it. Yeah, it's our favorite thing. It's our favorite thing. We get around and just read them to each other most <laughs> nights. It's a good time. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Bye.